the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the word to stand on for life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. The word to stand on for life is a radio ministry of Calvary Chapel in San Antonio. A live call in show here to help you answer your questions about the Bible and how to apply the word to your daily life. For more information on Calvary Chapel, visit our website, calvarysa.com. Get your Bible questions ready and call in now to 210-340-9585. It's The Word to Stand On for Life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. Welcome to the program, because it's Thursday, you're listening to the date day edition of the program, which really means it's Paula's program today. It is the word to stand on for life that you're listening to, a radio program dedicated to taking your phone calls and answering your questions. I'm Pastor Ron Arbaugh from Calvary Chapel in San Antonio, Texas, and the best part of my life is here with me. Welcome to the Mm, show. Thank you. How are you doing, baby? Good. We had a good day today. So far. That's going to get better because we're going to eat, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> if only the people knew. <clears throat> I'm excited. You know, one of the things that happens when you when you grow old together is a lot of your recreational time is spent around figuring out what you're going to eat <laughs> a couple of times a day, right? <laughs> yeah. So that's, so that's what we do. <laughs> or when I'm at home, I'll say, babe, give me some kind of idea what you want to eat. And what do you normally say? I don't care. I don't know, or I don't care. Just give me something. I'm like, oh, my goodness. So when we can go out, I'm way better. (laughs) So I'm excited. Ladies, especially uh, Thursdays is set aside for you, not only for you, but especially for you. So uh, here are our phone numbers for your calls, 340-9585. That's 340-9585. You can also call toll-free at 877-630-KSLR. That's 630-5757. You can email questions to us by emailing questions at calvarysa.com. You can also use the free Calvary Chapel mobile app and send your questions to us directly. If you're driving in your car, I tell you every day the safest way to call is to use the KSLR free mobile app. Just hit the Call Now button and you'll be connected directly to... Uh, our studio. Um, Paula, I want to take an opportunity to ask people to keep praying for Samuel and Megan. Um, Samuel and Megan, the, the pastor that we just sent to Alaska. Uh, we've talked about them. You know, we prayed for seven years for them to get pregnant, and she did. Mm-hmm. Last night, I got a note just as I was getting ready to get off the stage from our midweek study. I got a note that said, it's a boy. So it's they found out they have a boy. Yeah, I'm excited. For and that. they're not going to name him Ronnie. That's the thanks I get for everything I've done. How do you know that? Did they already say? Oh, yeah, they've got a name already. Oh, yeah, E.J. That's right. Emmanuel. Oh, yeah, that's right. Emmanuel James. Yeah, so. Emmanuel so. James Ronald Vargas. <laughs> so keep them in your prayers, if you would, uh, from time to time. Make sure that, that all goes well. And we'll keep you posted. We're excited for this baby to come. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I, I've dedicated thousands of babies, it seems. You're the king. Yeah. <laughs> Baby dedication king, for sure. Yeah. This is what I'm going to miss unless they come back here and visit. So, and, so, so that's <laughs> what are you what saying? Because we I, are yeah. not going to Alaska. Yeah, yeah. Okay. If, if I could be promised an 85-degree day in Alaska, we would go. <laughs> well, okay, so we're not going to Alaska. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if you have any questions about anything, today is the day to call. Paula, what has the Lord put on your heart today? You know... The Lord has a lot of things on my heart today. Um, but let me first talk about um, Sweet Summer Devotions. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. It's coming up again on Monday, and this time it'll be Becky Alvarez who's speaking. And, of course, um, 7 o'clock Monday night, and then uh, 
our, our theme is Pearl of Great Price. So each one of these ladies who have shared and will share are just treasures in Jesus's eyes. And um, he's given them a testimony of who they used to be, what they used to do, and who they are now, all because he came. And uh, so far, the testimonies have just been amazing. I told, I told everybody on, on Monday on the program, or Tuesday on the program, I guess it was, uh, to, to be sure, whatever they do, to be sure that they listen to Lisa's mm-hmm. um, testimony from last Monday night. Yeah. It is at calvarysa.com. Uh, ladies, especially if, you, if you've been in abusive relationships, um, if you've had some really difficult things gone through uh, or are going through something that seems impossible, uh, I promise you the Lord will minister to your heart in a marvelous way. Uh, as you listen to what the Lord put on Lisa's heart to share. Mm-hmm. And it's even more important, Paula, because Lisa, as she says in the thing, is like the shyest person in the world. Yeah. And a few years ago, th- this would have led, us asking her to do this would have led to a full-blown panic attack. <laughs> and and while she was very nervous, mm-hmm. she did really, really well. Mm-hmm. But the content is so rich. And so, yeah. ladies, please yeah. listen. We, and it might come up, you know, in the second half, maybe just some of the content because it's so vital because it's not just for people who have been through stuff. It's for people who are in it right now. Mm-hmm. And, and Becky Alvarez, who's coming up, mm-hmm. uh, we were talking uh, this morning at breakfast that she is, uh, I, I don't know, not, it's always dangerous to say the most, mm-hmm. but certainly one of the very few most transformed people mm-hmm. in our church. Um, her old life and, and her life, abundant life in Christ, mm-hmm. uh, the, the miracle that God has done in their marriage to see their children so filled with the joy of the Lord, um, it, it's just an amazing story of transformation. Uh, sometimes I look at them and I want to just touch them and say, is this real? And, <laughs> and it's been going on for years mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. But uh, boy, did they come from a dark place. And and Becky especially did, and mm-hmm. and uh, we're, we're going to sort of put her on display as a trophy for Jesus. I don't know what the Lord's put on her heart to nope, share. I never do, but uh, I do know it will be great. Yeah, it, it, it's, these ladies always minister to many people, not just one or two, many people. So, um, so if you can get here Monday night, because it's always better if you can be here, because um, especially after the ladies have spoken there's a question and answer time and we go offline for that because a lot of it's pretty personal and so we go offline and and you can ask whatever question you want and you'll get the answer that you need from the word of god and from the person's own personal experience and then after that we have uh, a short time of prayer and so Yes, you just need to be here. So anyway, Monday night, 7 o'clock. And then for your husbands or your boyfriend, uh, Pastor Ken will be teaching the men. Um, after we all worship together, then the men go to another room. So we're not together. And then um, if you have uh, high school age children, um, Pastor Nelly teaches them. And um, then we have child care for all the others. So please, please, please show up. You will be um, regretting it if you don't. So that's what I have on that. So, and then the other thing is um, on this coming Monday from 9 a.m. to noon, Calvary Kids Bible School, our VBS, and it's free. And I don't know if people charge for a VBS or not, but um, we don't. We don't charge for anything, huh? (laughs) Bring your kids. Bring your... Help, we need money. Yeah. No, we, we don't charge for anything. <laughs> we don't charge for anything. It's awesome. And, and, and lots and lots of kids show up. But um, Monday from 9 until noon, and it's for the ages of pre-K through 6th grade. So bring your kids, and it's going to be a blast. You invited a, a, a little boy at the restaurant today. Yeah. I, gave his mom a card and uh-huh. said, Bring him to Calvary Kids Bible School because he was so full of energy. He was bouncing around, wasn't he? Yes, he was. That's so, Freddie. 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 I took a picture of Freddie. He's yeah. so cute. I said, I said, Freddie, I love your hair. Is it okay if I take a picture of you? And man, right on cue, he said, uh-huh. And the biggest smile. Went into pose mode. Oh, yeah, he did. I got that picture. I said, I'm going to show your picture to the people, some of the kids at my church. He's like, okay. So hopefully they'll they'll show up. But yeah, it's Galactic Starveyors. And... Um, after church this Sunday, this place, Calvary Chapel San Antonio, will turn into 
some kind of spaceship or something, I'm sure, that all the classes and the sanctuary will be completely decorated. So uh, It's always like my worst Wednesday and Friday, because <laughs> on Wednesday night and Friday night Bible studies, all that decor is still up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and by the way, on Friday night, and we have an afterglow coming up that Friday night. Oh, yeah, that Friday. Uh, that's a week from this coming Friday. And... Um, um, Wait a minute, this Friday, yeah, this Friday, mm-hmm. and then a week from Friday is an afterglow. That's right. But, but the, the kids, the Calvary kids, always do the worship mm-hmm. uh, section for us, mm-hmm. so they'll be, kind of be showing off what they did. So you talk about an afterglow and an afterburn, yes. because that's, uh, that's what we'll be doing here. So that's a fun <laughs> night for us. That's a really fun night. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the great-grandma gets to dance with all the, all the kids, and uh, it's, it's just a blast. So pray for me that I make it all six yeah. songs. How did, how did you go from grandma to great-grandma, like, in a few hours because yeah, I'm thinking about how tired I'm going to be after that dance <laughs> <laughs> no I'm getting old and these kids are, they're still producing more kids so now that <laughs> you know the ones that been calling me grandma for a long time now they have kids so that's great grandma so anyway alright so Sweet Summer Devotion was awesome um, anyway talking about gifts I think a couple of weeks ago you were talking about the gifts that God has given us and each one of us has at least one but we need to use those gifts. And so I used to be like, man, I have the gift of encouragement, and I didn't really think it was a big deal, you know, because I was a cheerleader from, like, sixth grade on all the way through high school, you know, cheerleader, song leader, just go, go, go to either in my team, and a lot of times my team was the underdog team, you know, but, like, I could, you know, have some real outcome of the game, but... I've always been kind of one of those people that says, you can do it, you can do it. But at first when I became a Christian and I had the gift of encouragement, I was like, no big deal. I've been kind of like that my whole life, you know. But now I've come to really appreciate my gift. A lot of people need encouraging. Even encouragers need encouraging. But I love my gift of encouragement. And because the Lord's been helping me to use it, I now get to teach his word, you know, um, here at this church and other, mostly Calvary chapels, but even some other kind of churches have asked me to come and speak at their churches and stuff. And then my, one of my favorite things is I get to sing on the worship team sometimes. What? That's awesome. Um, And then, of course, I have, and I didn't know I had this, but I had the gift of hospitality. I do. I, I, I know how to open the front door to the house and let people come in and, you know, feel comfortable. And so, and then all of that is under the heading, too, of, of serving. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if, yeah, I, I didn't think I had any gifts at the beginning. <laughs> um, you know, we hear that a lot from people, Paula, that, uh, that, well, I don't have a gift or I only have one gift and it's not a very big gift. But see, the key is being faithful with the one gift you know you have. And, and then as we walk with Jesus in that faithfulness, he gives more gifts. Mm-hmm. And it's not better or, 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 or lesser gifts. Every gift used uh, for his glory, every gift from God is a wonderful gift. And we've got to walk in faithfulness. And it's just all too often that people think, well, I don't know what to do. I don't have any gifts. And, and they sit, instead of being faithful, they never find out the fullness of what God has for them. I've said this before in the program talking with you, but, but if 20 years ago I would have told you that you'd have been teaching other women, um, not just here, but all over the country, mm. um, you would have gone back to California. <laughs> I mean, there's just no well, way you... put you, you in a home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are you crazy? Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, no, there's... Uh, no, I couldn't have handled that then. I was scared to death to go to our first two women's retreats, and I wasn't even speaking. I'm going to say the wrong thing. I'm going to do the wrong thing. I don't want to go and I mess people up, you know, just, yeah. And so God has really enabled me. That's my one of my favorite scriptures. And I thank my Lord through Jesus Christ who has given me strength. He has considered me faithful. He considered me faithful, calling me into his service. That's one of my, First Timothy 1.12, that's one of my favorite ones. It's, it's like, what? <laughs> You know stuff, Lord, but we. But see, the key is it didn't say Paula considered her That's faithful. Right. Yeah. God considered you faithful. Yeah, yeah. And whatever he calls you to do, he enables you to do. And yeah. I think a lot of us as Christians, Paula, we don't have 
uh, a, a real confidence that that God is uh, not only the one who began our walk, but the one who will finish it. Mm -hmm. And we've got to step out in faith. And yeah. you've done that. Yeah. Well, it's kind of been one of those, you know how the baby eagles learn how to fly? <laughs> 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 the mama just like pushes them out of the nest and they're like, all the way down and then she swoops up under. I, pretty much that's how I've been feeling but in see, my walk a lot you, of You time. have always, and this is one of the things I've admired about you the most, what? you've always, even when you had that scared baby <laughs> eagle look and you're screaming down, yeah. when, when you get saved right there at the yeah. end, you go, ooh, let's do it again. Oh, yeah, let's go again. Yeah. yeah. And so that's, that's um, I've been privileged to watch that unfold over these 22 years. Yeah, yeah. It's been, it's been fun because uh, even the teaching, you know, I used to cry from our house to the church. Okay, Lord, I said yes to your question, but oh, I'm so nervous. Oh, I'm going to mess up. Oh, I can't swallow. <laughs> <laughs> I have cotton mouth. I can't talk. <laughs> exactly right. And so then, you know, it's, we don't live but a mile, a mile from the church, so that's not that long of a trip. And so it's kind of like, okay, I got to get myself together. <laughs> get myself together here before I get up on the stage and I, you know my back's to the ladies when I first go up there on purpose because I'm still talking to the Lord saying I hope you got something to say are you sure <laughs> See, and, that's the same thing I say every Thursday I say, okay. Lord I hope you have something to say to her because <laughs> uh, uh, yeah so when it comes out I'm counting on the Lord <laughs> so praise God but yeah, I'm, I'm crying coming up here to the church, so I had to fan my face, put some lipstick on, and then, okay, Lord, my hope is in you. I hope you... <laughs> and he, he, he's been showing up for years, and now I'm not nearly as nervous. I can't say that I'm not nervous anymore, but I'm not nearly as nervous as I used to be. So, anyway. It's in those times when you're the most nervous that you hold the most tightly to Jesus. <laughs> so I think that's a good thing. Yeah. I, I've been on the worship team a couple times, you know, like Pastor Elena say, like on a Saturday night, uh, Mama, can you sing with us tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> I'll say, well, what's the songs we're singing? Oh, you know them. <laughs> I'll say, what's the songs we're singing? Sometimes I don't know them, and so it's like, oh, Lord, I don't want to be a distraction. So from one word to the next, Lord, I'm counting on you. Don't let me mess up. So, yeah, but it's fine. That's exactly how I feel when I get asked to sing on the worship team. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to get hit by lightning. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, I've never been asked to sing yeah, on the worship not team. not once, not once. You know, with the gift of encouragement, it's really kind of a fun thing because um, you always say, just be with Jesus and you won't miss <clears throat> you won't miss out on anything that he has for you. So yesterday, for instance, I'm sitting at the car dealership because the light on my car kept coming on for like three days. You know, change your engine oil. Man, didn't we just do that? You know, so, but the car keeps going on every time you turn it on. Ding! Change your engine oil soon. So I thought, let me go on over here because I know I'll be driving you around today. So I didn't want anything to happen with, you know, my pastor, my friend, you know, Precious cargo in the car. So it's my, my responsibility to take care of you and the car and everything. So I went to get the get the oil change. So I'm, I'm sitting there, and I'm listening to the uh, Calvary Kids Bible School songs. You know, I can't actually get up and do the routines in front of all those people there, but I'm listening so I can kind of get it. And there's a, a gentleman sitting next to me, kind of older guy, and he looked kind of familiar, but he got a phone call, and I'm trying not to listen to what he's saying, um, but I kept hearing like little bits and pieces and you could tell something was going on and he was trying to calm his wife down <clears throat> and so I um, I asked him a little bit later you okay because he looked like he had tears in his eyes and he said yeah I'm okay and he didn't want to divulge and I wasn't going to pry anymore and I said okay and then I, I was working on my bible study because I was there an hour and a half and he was already there when I got there and he was there when I left um I was working on my, my Bible study uh, for, you know, the September study. We're starting in First Peter. And then you, you know, I could hear him kind of sniffling. And I was like, oh, man. I said, you sure you're okay? Yeah. I said, well, if you don't mind, I'm going to be praying for you. And so, what's your name? Chris. Okay, Chris. I'm going to pray for you and your wife. And he said, okay. 
but just you know that the Lord would kept pressing that on my heart to do that and I yeah, I may never see that guy again maybe in heaven he had a cross on his neck so I don't know if he's a Christian or not so I said I'll pray for you and your wife and he said okay um, thank you and I said and if you think about it pray for me and my husband he says yes I will but just just that it kind of perked him up a little bit and those are those kind of things just that's so simple you know we think I don't have a gift or you know I don't have the guts to do anything but the Lord would not let that go for me you know Paul in all of my years <clears throat> of, of sharing with people and talking to people I've only had one person only one person say no when I asked them if I could pray for them. and sometimes that's such a, 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 a breakthrough you know you can you can look at somebody and maybe you're you, you can see there's pain you can see there's difficulty um, um, and I've done this uh, I, I don't know multiplied hundreds of times thousands of times I don't know but but uh, one time I said to this man I said look can I pray for you what do you need prayer for I want to pray for you he said no mm -hmm. I said you don't need anything to be prayed for I was there and he said mm -hmm. he said no and so just when I thought, well, that shuts that door, I thought of something. I said, hey, you know what? I've never met anybody who didn't need prayer. Would you pray for me? Mm -hmm. And he took his hat off, put it over his heart, mm -hmm. and prayed for me. And it changed everything because then we could talk and we could do. Mm -hmm. So, you know, everybody needs prayer. Everybody, this man, I think he said something like prayer he can't hurt anything. Mm -hmm. So, um you know, we have the opportunity to use those kinds of gifts. All we have to do is have the faith to step out and do it. Yeah, it was awesome. At the grocery store the other day, here's another little opportunity. The <clears throat> the lady in front of me <clears throat> had a cart full of groceries, bags galore, piled up. And she looked in her purse, no wallet. So she's like, please, can you just have the manager put my groceries in the cooler. I'll go home, I'll be right back, I promise. And the cashier was a little bit agitated, so anyway, the lady walks away. And it was awesome because I had had that same exact experience. When Ronnie was like four, our Ronnie was like four, and Terry was like maybe two, a little bit more than two. Ronnie had gone through my purse looking for gum or something and had put my wallet on the couch. It was down between the cushions. Only reason I know that is because I had to ask the lady, hour and a half of shopping, <laughs> two kids at the grocery store. I don't like shopping with kids at the grocery store. And all my groceries and no wallet. And it just kind of broke down her irritation um, when I said, you know, that same thing happened to me um, not too long ago. And uh, it was like, oh, yeah, that could happen. You know, because sometimes you... Not too long ago. You yeah. lied. Yeah. Not too long ago. Yeah. That was Ronnie's, 100 years ago. That was 40 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and Ronnie's 44 now. What am I talking about? But it, I remember that humiliating, embarrassing situation, thinking, oh, yeah, she's going to come back. Well, she thinks, you know, just... But, yeah, you go home, you get your wallet, and you come back. But it just, to the cashier, it was like, you know, those kind of things could happen to you. We need to be more grateful to give grace. This is something the Lord's been talking to my heart about. We need to be more grateful to give grace than to be the ones who need the grace, if you know what I mean. We need to be the ones so grateful that we can offer forgiveness instead of being the one who has to ask for forgiveness. And, you know. I'm sorry. I didn't oh. mean to. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, right then, because I'm kind of funny. I'm a, a, kind of a funny Christian person. Right now, right now, you know what I'm starting <laughs> to say? You say so yourself. You know what I do say it quite often. Uh, but what I started to say right now, I know I'm preaching to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, no, I want to be, you know, like, what if I messed up? And I have to come to you and say, Ron, please forgive me. And you're gracious. There's been a couple times when you've been so gracious. It's like, did you hear what I said? <laughs> <laughs> Are you in denial? Yeah. Uh, but so much, it's much easier to, you know, offer forgiveness than have to be the one to have to 
ask for forgiveness. Sometimes, you know, we live in that guilt and shame. Um, so just, just be mindful. If anybody has to come to you and say, you know, I'm sorry, kind of put yourself in their place. And, and I say this a lot, ooh, I'm glad it's you, you know, <laughs> instead of me. And it'll give me a different perspective. And that's what the Lord's kind of been dealing with my heart of late. Just, you know, Paula, the grace that I give you, be ready to give that to other people. Because you know I can be a little legalistic and judgmental. I hate that about me. So the Lord is really kind of like, I want to be, be more like Christ. And so he's like, okay, this is how we're going to do it. This is how we're going to do it, Paul. Okay, let me give you the picture of put yourself in their place. Would you like it? No, Lord, I wouldn't. So he says, wouldn't you like grace and forgiveness to come to you freely? If you needed it, yes, Lord. Okay, so let's do that. <laughs> hey, you heard the music. We're at the end of the first half of the program. we got 30 minutes left in the date day edition of the show. Ladies, especially for you, 340-9585 for your live calls and questions. 340-9585 or toll-free 877-630-KSLR. We'll be back in two minutes for a little bit more of Paula preaching. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the Word to Stand On for Life. We're taking your calls at 340-9585 or toll-free 877-630-KSLR. Now, here's Pastor Ron Arbaugh. Welcome back to the second half of the Date Day Edition. Uh, we'd love your live calls and questions. 340-9585. Paula, since you're preaching, you're on a roll. What's up now? <laughs> well... I was thinking, you know, we all have choices every day. We get up with, and, and we say, okay, Jesus, today of my own free will, like our pastor tells us, of, our, of my own free will, I choose to serve you, not by my, nor by power, but by your spirit and your name and for your glory. So we have choices. So I'm thinking that we can be thankful. What if we're not thankful? We get up every day and it's like, oh, man, not another this or another that. Instead... We can be thankful. It says, be thankful. That means you have to choose to. And and what, I, what I've been telling some of the ladies here is, make a list. Make a list of the things you're thankful for. Because sometimes when our flesh wakes up, all we want to do is grumble and complain. But if we'll take the time to be thankful, like you were saying with, with King David, before he was King David, he was Shepherd Boy David. Um, he was out there among the sheep. And looking up in the skies and, wow, how vast you are, you know. The number of these stars, there's no way I can count them. And yet, we know that... And his conclusion was, the heavens declare the glory of God. Yeah, day after day, they pour forth speech, yes. And so, we can be thankful if you are a kind of a, you've got to have that cup of coffee before you can get going, or things have to be going perfectly for you to be in a quote-unquote good mood, you know, if mama ain't happy, no, if nobody's happy kind of person, um, or if you're just a grumpy old guy or even a grumpy, grouchy young man, um, you can choose not to be and be thankful. I would add that you owe it to our Jesus to choose not to be. Yeah. That's what dying to the flesh is all about. Yeah. And then if you're not a faithful person, you know, what if you're that kind of person that says, you know, I got this job, but do I have to be there on time? And, you know, they're only paying me so much. And so I'm not going to give them all, all my good stuff. I'll save that for when I have that right kind of job or, you know. So be faithful. You know, it, the Lord says if you're faithful in a little, you'll be faithful in much. But if you're faithless in a little, why would he give us any more? Yeah. You know, when when um, we're told in Colossians that everything we do, we're to do as unto the Lord or in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That that involves our ministry 
uh, in the world that we live in. That, that involves going to work. It involves being there on time, as you said, but, but being there with the right attitude, being an example, ready to be salt and light, not at, at, after you have your cup of coffee sitting around at work or complain for a while, but being the best employee. If you agree to work for somebody, whatever you agree to work for, then they need their money's worth. Now, you may conclude later that you're not being paid enough, or you may conclude that your boss isn't being fair, or that you hate this job. And But remember how grateful you were when you first got it. Mm -hmm. And remember that that's an opportunity. And what I, I've told our church just recently, Paula, but I've done it many times over the years, is that, that as Jesus looks at us in those difficult places, if we can give our very best in a place we hate, in a place where we're being undervalued or underappreciated. If we can give our best even then, can you imagine how pleasing that is to him? Mm -hmm. And that sort of frees him up to take you to the next place he has for you. And it's always a better place. It's always a place for more ministry. He wants to bless us, but it's really, really hard. Uh, I've said this before. I get up in the morning. My first conscious word is almost always, ouch. You know, that's one of the things that happens when you get old. And I have to sit there for a minute and, and think, uh, I'm awake. Praise I made God. it. Yeah. And um, I, I can immediately fast forward in my mind. Um, I, I have the privilege of being pastor on to a whole bunch of people that he really cares about. I have the privilege of, of talking to 80,000 people a day on the radio program. I have a, the, 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 the privilege of... of, of People that I, I've only known for sometimes hours call me pop or, you know, referring to us as mom and dad kind of thing. And, and it's because they know they're loved. And the gift of love that God has given us, the gift that every Christian should cherish, the gift that every Christian should voraciously pursue, um, that's a choice that we can make. And if we'll make that choice every day, it's amazing how grateful you'll find yourself for even the littlest of things. And then when those huge things come, you won't be surprised anymore because God walks you into those huge blessings all the time. You won't be surprised. You'll just kind of smile and say, Thank you. I knew you were going to do something like mm -hmm. this, Lord. Thank you. Mm -hmm. He never fails. But it, it, the choice has to be ours. And too many of us as Christians, we get up, with, with our hearts in the wrong place, our minds in the wrong place, and we make the choice to stay there. And we respond to people according to how we feel instead of according to what we know. And if when we know, when we who are believers know what the Word of God says that we have been given, uh, we are accountable to God as His ambassadors in a lost world. Mm -hmm. um, and, and there's nothing but pain and misery if, in fact, we don't embrace that challenge. Yeah. You know, I was just thinking of, you know, we used to be very wealthy and, you know, I used to have a lady come into the, the house twice a month to once do just regular cleaning and the other time do deep cleaning. Well, you know, the big fall of, you know, all the gambling and we lost everything. And so now um, this guy that you wouldn't have probably even hired, I'm cleaning his house now and it was so at the beginning humiliating and yet the Lord says I want you to clean like you never have before I want you when you clean his toilets to say Lord bless him when he sits here when you mop his floors I want you to get into every corner there's I want no dust you're going to do the best work here you've ever done so that this man will know that I love him. Um, humbling, yeah. At the beginning, it was like, because I, I'd be in his house alone um, <clears throat> after I get his two dogs out that, you know, the Lord had me pick up all the, you know, the piles of stuff in the backyard of his dogs. And he would wait every two weeks I'd go to his house. And it was like he hadn't picked up after his dogs at all. So I'm doing all of that on top of cleaning his house. And I was, at the first I was thinking, this is just not fair, you know. And the Lord let me see that picture of him on the cross with his arms nailed and his feet nailed. That's not fair. And so my attitude changed 
And, you know, after a while, I was like, oh, wow, I get to go clean this house with Jesus, for Jesus. And everything just changed. So um, I was just thinking, I was thankful. Before you go on, that's important, because you use two different words. You use them interchangeably, but they're very, very different words. Um, you, you said humiliating first. It was so humiliating. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's never God's intent. Um, humbling is a good thing. And he uses those things to change our perspective. And that's when we are humbled and then we can be used. You know, uh, humble yourselves before the mighty hand of God mm-hmm. or he mm-hmm. will humble you. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we find when we allow the humbling process is that he exalts us. And, and he's free because he trusts us in those difficult places. And I think too often, Paula, uh, we who are believers, uh, we, we, we look at being humiliated. That's why we don't confess our sin. We don't let people know what's going on in our lives. Well, we don't want to be humiliated. We don't want to be embarrassed. But that's never God's intent. His intent is to humble you, to shape and mold you into something that's really, really usable. And um, believe me, we, and, and more me than you, to be sure, um, uh, I needed to be humbled desperately. Uh, after I'm saved, I'm, I'm his now, and he can start the process. And, and that humility um, that, that uh, he's, he's creating in us turns out to be the most powerful tool of all, and, and it enables God to keep moving forward with you mm-hmm. and to keep putting more and more on your plate as you go. And, and too often we're afraid, well, if anybody finds out I'm embarrassed, then, then God, will, uh, uh, God can't use me. Just the opposite is true. Mm-hmm. I've told the story many times about uh, one of the men who, who led me to the Lord. Uh, six months after the fact, um, I, I knew I was called to be a pastor. And I called him and I said uh, to him, I said, my goodness, I think I'm called to be a pastor. And his response, and this is a man who told me about Jesus, told me about grace, told me about his love for, for a couple of years before I got saved. He looked at me and he said, you, you can't be a pastor. Don't even dream that. You're lucky God even saved you. And I remember saying, but I'm sure God said, he said, no, God would never use you Mm -hmm. in that way. Mm -hmm. And the truth of the matter is, well, 22 years later, here we are. are. So, (laughs) hey, let's go to the phone call, Paul. We got one that came in just before. Keep your train of thought. Yes. Want to write it down so you I got it. (laughs) (laughs) Harold, thanks for calling. You're on the line, on the air. Yeah, sure. Thanks. Yeah, you hit a nerve a minute ago, uh, you know, when you said aches and pains. And, you know, I'm getting funny a little bit, but, you know, I'm 62. I don't think I'm quite as old as you are, almost. But Nobody, uh, nobody but these, is, Harold. Nobody is. You know, but these aches and pains are real. But you know what I think about? I think about my grandmother that lived to be 102. And I would ask her all through, you know, she's born in 1901. And, you know, Grandma, you know, what, what does it feel like to be old and this and that? Not so fine, too. I, it just seems like she never really complained. And my dad didn't. Yeah played much either. But you know, they're good church going people and she took us to church every Sunday. And I I kinda got a feeling if you got your heart in the right place, things do hurt but you may not focus on it. Because uh, I I I just think about it a lot. Why didn't you tell me that it was gonna feel like this? Maybe I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> but anyway, that's all I wanted to say about that aches and pains. Thank huh? you. Thank you, Harold. God bless your God bless your grandmother. My grandmother was like that as well. I, I never heard a single word of complaining um, when her husband died young. Um, uh, you know, obviously she hurt. I was very young at the time, but but in all those years of being alone, I, I never ever heard her complain. Um, we were uh, one day at a restaurant. And, and my grandma, who started out to be as a pretty big woman. Let me and, tell the story first. Let okay, me tell the story oh, when okay. grandma was still a big woman. Okay, yeah. And she came to visit us um, in Arizona when we lived in Arizona. And she was getting dressed in, in our guest room. And she fell, you know, not hard, just on her bottom there. And so, you know, she's in her slip and stuff. So she was appropriate. Uh, but I said, oh, grandma. I'll help you get up. She just started rolling laughing. She said, you little thing, there's no way. You have no idea. (laughs) So I said, let me give it a shot, Grandma. And I did. She's like, laughed even more. She said, 
get get John, get Ron, and, and you guys. <laughs> but yeah, she she just was the best. She she used to drive. She had an old Chevy Nova, <laughs> and she used to drive, and you could only see about one inch of her hair <laughs> over the top of the window. Yeah. And then as she got older, uh, and she started getting small, it's some what happens a lot of times. Um, it was hard for her to eat and things like that. We took her to a restaurant. We were um, eating beings having been served. And she's sitting there, and she's cutting with a knife and fork her peas. Her peas. She loved peas. She loved peas. She's cutting with a knife and fork. And she could see the look on my face and on your face, <laughs> yeah. Paula. And and suddenly it occurred to her how funny this was. Yeah, we, we were there already an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how, how many more days is it going to take, Grandma? <laughs> and she just started laughing. Uh -huh. She got so giggly. It was really, really funny. And that's one of the memories that I'll never forget. And by the way, the, the, the Harold's call reminds me. She also um, let you play with that skin. Yeah. <laughs> Under her arm, she her was flappy special. arm thing. Oh, uh, Harold's call reminded me, uh, you, you know, John McCain, a uh, United States senator from Arizona, mm -hmm. uh, who's faithfully served that country, regardless of what your politics uh, may or may not be, uh, has been diagnosed with brain cancer and uh, an aggressive sort. So please keep him in your prayers. Mm -hmm. But we were listening on the radio today, and, and his mother is still going strong in 105. 105. At 105. Yeah. So, you know, I think you, you kind of have to roll with the punches if you're going to make it. And uh, if you're going to be usable for the Lord, God can't use grumps. Yeah. God can't use mean people. So um, we, we need to be really, really focused on His mission for us in our lives rather than on all of the reasons why we can feel bad about the condition we're in. And I say that fully aware, Paula, that there are a bunch of people suffering mightily. We have a whole bunch of those people yeah. in our church. Um, but you've got a choice every day. You're going to focus on him or focus on you and your pain. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that focusing on him, your pain's going to go away. What it means is that he will be with you in your pain, mm -hmm. and that makes all the difference. Yeah. We were kind of talking about that this morning, you know, how really difficult it is when you're hurting, you know, to stay focused. Um, and yet, as, as painful as it is, we have to fight really, really hard. And, I, you know, you prayed for Anthony of Seguin the other day, and as soon as I heard his voice, I knew that was him, and I had missed hearing from him. And just, it broke my heart, you know, how devastating as pain must be, but even worse than that um, was the questioning of other Christian people of how he could continue worshiping the Lord. Anthony, the Lord is smiling at you, and you just, here's my gift of encouragement, <laughs> uh, you just keep it up, baby, and um, you have great rewards coming, so hang in there. The, the greatest hypocrite is the, is the man and the woman who doesn't praise the Lord, who gives us life. And, and it doesn't matter uh, what you're going through or how you feel. Uh, he doesn't owe us healing because he already healed us from the one fatal disease, uh, the, the eternally fatal disease of sin. And for that, we can be grateful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the next one I was thinking of is if you're an impatient, okay, angry, grumpy kind of person, and the Lord says, I want you to be patient. That's, that's the first attribute of love. Love is patient and you know i think of ernie patience is also a fruit of the spirit yes um i think of even when you hear lisa's uh testimony on month from monday uh, she talks about her husband ernie stevens and the ministry that he's in not just in our church you know he he's gonna make sure we're safe and everything um but he and his partner joe go out they've got to demonstrate great patience um, in the city of San Antonio, and they've been very, very successful in um, demonstrating that. But, you know, Ernie, uh, I didn't know this. And they, did, they, they, they head up the mental health unit of SAPD. Mm -hmm. The mental health unit, that's right. Um, but uh, Ernie has been going to or leading a, a Bible study at the police department for years now. And, you know, being connected and having God's heart and his eyes for the very troubled people that, you know, I might look at and say, y'all need to go to jail. But Ernie and, the, Ernie and Joe, having just the heart of the Lord in their ministry out in the streets, they can look at them with compassion mm -hmm. 
and mercy. And yeah, this misses the subject for just a little bit, but but I felt like the Lord was prompting me to say this. You know, it's interesting that somebody like Ernie and Joe uh, can go deal with the, the worst, uh, the, the, those who are completely without hope, those whose mental um, capacity is 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 beyond damaged, and they can have patience with them. If they can do that in their job, um, we, all of us, ought to be willing and struggling, really, to be patient with the people closer to us, yeah. the people in our families, the people in our church. Um, they need to be objects of our patience and our love and our kindness and our consistency. And if we can do it with total strangers, often, Paula, we're nicer to total strangers than we are to our husbands, our wives, or our Sorry, children. Sorry, babe, because that used to be me. Because <laughs> those other people seemed to appreciate me much more than you did. And so I was giving my good stuff out there, and the Lord was like, you got it all backwards, baby. If you don't, If your Christianity isn't working at home, don't export it. Don't export that. You get that right at home first, and then we'll work out, you know, that Christianity outside the home. But if it's not working at your home, you know, especially if kids, uh, hypocrite is all they're going to see. They're not going to see Jesus. They're not going to see the power of God working in your house. They're just going to see, this is just, you guys just put on a show when you go outside. And so, yeah, you got to get that, you got to get that fixed in the house. And so, Sorry for that, Jay. Oh, why? Because I changed the subject oh, you there for off. Oh, yeah, no, no, I'm good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, know, it's our show. It's not just really my show. <laughs> but, yeah, if you're not a patient person, um, you can feel when the when your flesh is rising up. Like you, let me just give you a piece of my mind kind of attitude thing. The Lord says, they don't need a piece of your mind. They need the mind of Christ. And you have it, Paula, and so... Why don't you take a deep breath and step back for a minute? Let's discuss this because you're getting ready to go off on somebody that I love. You have no right. And so let me be patient, Lord, because you've been patient with me. Because <laughs> if you truth be told, I don't have a peace of mind to give to anybody. I need all the little pieces I have left. Okay, so be patient. We can choose to be patient. The other one is be kind. Be kind. If you're not a kind person, if, if you know, there was a man in the apartment complex back in the day who lived in apartment 308 that he knew who you were. He knew who you were. And whenever he would see you, he would just start talking loud, vulgarly, um, just maybe to get under your skin, I guess, or something, because his little boy would come to kids' night and loved it, loved Pastor Ron, and for whatever reason, this man was irritated by that, and he was not very kind. Um, and so we who are believers, this guy wasn't, but we who are believers, kindness should be one of those things that we're known for. So if you're not a kind person, if you just look for reasons to tear other people down or just, you know, always kind of critical. You know, it goes to something, and we only have four minutes left, Paula, but that goes to something that you've been saying to our ladies here at Calvary Chapel for uh, a long time, but with, with increased frequency of late, and that's their value. You know, if, if other people look down on us, if if we're not kind, it's because we don't recognize our value to God. Mm-hmm. We're, we're looking, we'll talk about somebody else to make ourselves feel better, and, and we wouldn't do that if we recognize how valuable we are to God. It doesn't matter what other people think, and we want people to think well of us, mm-hmm. but, but we need to understand our value to Jesus. Yeah. If we really understand that, then we never feel underappreciated. We, we, we can uh, give people grace and be patient with them when they, when they mistreat us or upset us. Because the one who's looking at us and smiling at us is the one um, who, who created us for a very specific purpose. Um, that's enough if we only know our value to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last night's study, you, you started out with, we've always tried to measure up with people but we Christians, we're accepted in the beloved, you know, and, and he's looking at our hearts. Yeah, But he, he says in um, Song of Solomon, how beautiful you are, my darling. There is no flaw in you. 
and you're on Psalm 139. I, I say that to you all the time. Yes, you do, okay. and rightly so. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about, because I would have never said stuff like that before. You would have complimented me, and I would have said, I would have started tearing myself down or shaking my head and say stuff like this, because you can't see. That's why you say, you can't see. <laughs> what kind of compliment is that? You know what I'm saying? But see, I made you believe it over the years. Yeah, and so did Jesus. And so now I'm really pretty much all that, evidently. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm just very grateful to know that he loves me. And, uh, you know, yeah. And he, he died just and, for me. And he still loves you even if I blow it. Yes, he loves me even when I blow it. <laughs> so that's that's even better. But yeah, no, I, I I'm thankful for my walk and thankful for my gift now. And you know what? The other part of being thankful is remembering who we were and what we were, and that Jesus, in spite of all of that, he chose to love me anyway and invite me into his family. And I, he, 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 because he's the one who's done it all. He was the initiator of all of this. And For God so loved the world that he gave. Yeah, yeah. He didn't require anything he gave. No. And that's what he keeps saying, Paula, I love you just the way you are, even though I know I, he's sneaky. He's changing me to be more like him all the time. Um, but he, he said, I'm taking you just the way you are. I created you like this. I knew all the things that were going to shape um, your personality, uh, the things that were going to break your heart and hurt your mind, and yet i got a plan. Paula, thanks for being here again today. Um, sign out with Devotion. Sweet Summer Devotions on Monday. Becky Alvarez, you can keep her in prayer. Yep. Um, and then Monday, Calvary Kids, Calvary Kids Bible, Bible School starts. You're welcome. Your children are welcome. Your neighbor's children are welcome. You've been listening to The Word to Stand On for Life, the date day edition. Lord willing, I'll be back tomorrow at 4 o'clock on AM 630, The Word, to take your phone calls and answer your questions. See you then. God bless. Thanks for spending this time with Calvary Chapels, The Word to Stand On for Life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. The Word to Stand On for Life is on every weekday afternoon at 4, and Pastor Ron invites you to find out more about Calvary Chapel at calvarysa.com. The Word to Stand On for Life was sponsored by Calvary Chapel of San Antonio. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.